welcome to Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer, not just for Louisiana, but for the entire northern Gulf Coast. And now, introducing your host, Alan DeRitter. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the April, technically April 27th edition. It's taken us a couple of days to put this on the air. Anyway, uh, welcome to Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. And we'll get away from this horrible virus and focus on some of the, the fun memories that we've had from this year uh, as we go over our uh, state MVPs and coaches of the year. We'll start off with a prayer in Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. So, God, we thank you for letting us have a chance to just... Uh, um, reflect on the good things that you've given us uh, throughout the last couple of months and pray that um, all all the people who are suffering can uh, just take a break from it for the next uh, um, hour or so and and just uh, enjoy the, the fact that we have life and have it to the full around here and we're going to have it again. Pray for those people who are suffering that they, uh, that they uh, feel your blessings and feel our love and support behind them. And God bless all the heroes out there, the first responders. Uh, the doctors, the nurses, and the people who just keep our lives ticking. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. And Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Okay, uh, if you go to my fa- our Facebook page, Monday Night Football, uh, they have this uh, music teacher who played this song. And uh, and uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, it, it's, it played on one of the morning shows. And, uh, <laughs> And she, her, this song uh, basically summarizes her her opinion about uh, uh, teaching from home. But anyway, tonight we'll at least have some some nice medicine and focus on uh, the the awards segment of the season, which is finally upon us. With COVID, it took us forever to get here, and um, we have a really good show for you. After after this first segment, we're going to be interviewing Newman's Emmett Morrison, North Shore's Jordan Grisby. Loyola's Kelly Matlock, okay, Carolyn Archer from uh, from Mandeville, Yana Fielko from Franklin, uh, Tori Thomas from Newman, uh, Chloe Dean uh, uh, from Loyola as well, and uh, and we're gonna get from from the kids' point of view, which we hardly ever get to hear um, what they feel like about accomplishing these goals and some advice that they may have for younger players. Okay, so uh, that's something to look forward to after our first break. But before we go our first break, let's let's talk about it. Uh, the 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 MVPs. Okay, so um, starting off uh, with um, starting off with uh, let me get my computer ready. Okay, um, starting off with um, Division One boys. Zane Saduka uh, got the offensive MVP uh, from Dutchtown. I think I was surprised for some people. Not for others, though. And uh, he was the primary attacker for Dutchtown, and boy, they had some really close calls. A, l- a lot of people thought that they were going to win and beat St. Paul's out-of-state championship. Um, so uh, he got them to two semifinals and all-around um, top striker in the state. So congratulations uh, to him. And then um, St. Paul's had the most valuable uh, defender for defense, uh, Ben Schwing. And what a performance he had against Catholic at the uh, state championship. Uh, he basically was the anchor uh, of those kids in the back. And uh, uh, Coach Moser said he was a three-year letterman captain, uh, which is a hard thing to get at St. Paul's, as uh, we found out when we interviewed Coach Moser at the end uh, of the game. Um, so he's a central mid who also scored 20 goals and 19 assists and was district MVP. He was MVP at Tampa Bay Invitational and one of the top three players in the state next to Zane and Michael Dufour uh, led them to undefeated season and number one national ranking and plans to attend American uh, that's UNCA or CBU. Okay, so he's got three choices to choose from. Okay, so congratulations, Ben. And the coach of the year went to uh, Jonathan Bruni from Catholic Baton Rouge, although he could have easily gone to Coach Moser. And um, uh, anyway, uh, I, I'll congratulate both coaches. Uh, a great run uh, this year. Now, in Division Two, Adrian Eglin was the most valuable player for the boys. 
And uh, his attributes was uh, he was Division II offensive MVP last year, and he had a record-breaking type of season with 52 goals and 28 assists, two goals per game average. Okay, every team, uh, Coach Verdreen said he played around, uh, the team played around him in the entire season, okay? And uh, he's going to be playing at Bellhaven for his college days. So uh, that is Adrian Eglin. Uh, for the defensive MVP, Patrick Mahoney, Maloney uh, is uh, for St. Thomas More. Uh, he was a team pack captain and center back and, uh, for St. Thomas More. And his, and his uh, coach was the coach of the year at St. Thomas More, Mark Hiller. Uh, so congratulations to them. Now, uh, for the next division, uh, division, um, oops, division uh, three, okay, we have um, Zach Wisenhund, okay, he's the offensive MVP. Zach was our team leader, uh, coach said about that. Uh, of course, Coach Chris Mitchell is the coach of the year. He he was the leader in goals and assists and winning two state titles back-to-back, which is very hard to do. He was selected All-District Overall MVP, Baton Rouge All-Metro, All-District First Team, All-State Academic Team, and he was a team captain. And his teammate, Niles Newshauer, Newhauser, uh, was the defensive MVP. And uh, Niles has been our center back for the past three years. Coach Mitchell said he was our team leader uh, for the past two seasons for winning state back-to-back. He was selected all-star senior East team, um, Baton Rouge All-Metro, All-District, defensive MVP, All-District first team, all-stars, all-state academic team, and he was also the team captain. So what a well-rounded year for university to have Coach Mitchell as well as the uh, coach of the year. We have Emmert Morrison, who's Division Four Offensive MVP, and he's going to be interviewed on the next segment. Uh, four-year starter as captain. His interview is very impressive. And then we have Toshi Mugbawu, I think is his name, but uh, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but I've been hearing about him all year. Defensive MVP for Episcopal in Baton Rouge. Uh, their coach, uh, Kieran Bullock, says that um, Toshi has been a starter ever since his freshman season. Everyone who has played against us this season will know that uh, or state that Toshi is our best defender and by far the best defensive player in the division. Okay, and of course, Coach Bullock is the coach of the year for Division Four boys. For girls, Carolyn Arker is going to be on um, in one of our further segments a little bit, a couple more minutes from now. Um, Coach uh, Esker uh, said that Carolyn was her best, his best offensive player and the playmaker for our state finals team, and her offense ran around her. And Coach Esker was named Coach of the Year, I think justly deserved, uh, also from Mandeville. And then we have a segment with Jordan Grisby. Um, we interview her from North Shore, and we'll let her speak for herself, okay? All right, in Division Two, Emily Sonier, okay, was considered the uh, offensive MVP from Turlings. Uh, David Laparouse was her coach, and um, she's committed to play uh, ULF yet, okay, um, which is pretty good accomplishment, and she gets to stay home. Uh, we're going to be talking to Yana Felco, uh, Felco uh, from Ben Franklin, and uh, she's she's an amazing young woman. I mean, her her performance in the state championship game was, was one of the best I've ever seen. Anyway, um, Coach um, Jose Ferran says a uh, three-year starter and her backbone for our defense this year uh, for a runner-up team. She was state All-State last year and a wonderful senior captain this year. Coach Underwood has been on our show a few times, got the Coach of the Year from St. Thomas Moore, okay? Now, in Division Three, uh, we have Callie, okay, um, Matlock, okay, and that is uh, the state coach of the year's uh, daughter, Matt Matlock. Um, she's the senior captain, led the team to three state finals. Um, she's a D1 college commit, uh, but I don't see where. Um, anyhow, um, her goals um, assist against the top 10 competition, despite being dubbed, uh, uh, doubled, excuse me, I think he said, um, Three-time All-State, All-Star, Game MVP, 
USC Louisiana Player of the Year and a 4.0 GPA. Her teammate, Chloe Dean, uh, got the defensive MVP. She was a senior captain and led the team to three state finals. Only returning defender, led defense that allowed 20 goals in 29 games against top competition. Dangerous on set pieces, dominant in the air. All academic composite team, and she was the class valedictorian, which you love to hear. Of course, Matt, Coach Matlock, who's been on the show before, is the state uh, coach of the year. Now, Tori Thomas in Division Four for Newman. Okay, she's going to be on our show later. She plays um, the number nine or number 10 row. Okay, Coach uh, Fitzgerald says uh, she's very technical and reads the field. A lot of kids don't even know what a nine or number 10 even is. Uh, she's creative in the attacking third, great finisher overall, smart player. She played 14 out of 22 games because of injury, and she still scored 22 goals. And Alyssa Acosta from Christ Episcopal, uh, uh, her coach, Greg Carnival, who is also the state coach of the year, said that she is a very strong center back. She reads the game extremely well and plays very physical and is a great captain and leader on and off the field. Uh, she has amazing closing speed and was an integral part of making us making it to our first state championship because she kept the defense organized. She also took all of our set pieces and scored five set piece goals. She has a, a very strong, okay, and accurate shot. Alyssa made first team all district and was named the defensive MVP on the all parish team as well. And of course, um, we got a chance to run, run up and interview Greg Carnival, um, her head coach uh, from Christ Episcopal program that has just grown leaps and bounds since its inception. Okay, so we're going to take a break, and when we get back, uh, we're going to get with our interviews and let the kids speak for themselves. Again, we're going to be talking to um, to Newman's Emmert Morrison on Monday Night Football when we come back. We'll see you after the break. All right, everybody, welcome back to Monday Night Football. I want to um, welcome to the show Emmett Morrison, uh, who has just been named the most valuable uh, uh, player for offense in Division Four. Congratulations. Hey, thank you so much, Mr. Ritter. Thank you so much for having me on this call, too. Okay, no problem. And uh, and so uh, you've had a four-year four year ride with, uh, with Newman uh, with a couple of head coaches. Uh, what was that like? You know, uh, my first head coach, uh, Matt Jocke, he was an, an incredible coach, mainly like a dis- disciplinarian style coach um, to really get everybody in the zone. And then obviously the switch to Taraj Badi, who is an incredibly personable guy. Um, so kind of two polar opposite coaches, but it was great to get experience from both of them. And I felt that it really helped me and the rest of the team improve getting that kind of uh, versatility from them. Tell you what, yeah, they are two different ones. Uh, 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 Matt played for me, <laughs> and, uh, and and so I know what you're talking about. He would be mad at me when I didn't discipline him enough. <laughs> so, okay, so uh, you're the MVP. Uh, has it sunk totally in yet, or was this just another surprise for you? No, this this was definitely a surprise. I had no idea that this was coming. Um, definitely a good one. Uh, great way to uh, cap off the uh, high school career. So I was I was very fortunate for that. Uh, do you have any future ahead uh, for, of playing, or is this going to be it for you? Uh, I had thought about it for a little while, but uh, I came to the, to the decision that I would I would finish in high school, and that how, that would be it. <laughs> yeah, been playing for about fourteen years, and it's definitely been an incredible and the most formative uh, period of my life. But uh, I'm decided to go a different way now. I totally understand, and like a lot of that is not really in in your lap is because of Title IX and and the restrictions of places on male soccer. And I don't know if the girls realize the opportunities they have. But for you to play, you'd probably have to go to Indiana or someplace, right? Yeah, that, especially because <laughs> I mean, all of the schools for men's soccer that play are either in the Northeast or the Midwest, and they we're just not getting enough people coming down here to come see uh, us play. So it's definitely a lot harder than than people would think. Okay, so in the four years you've played, give me some of the highlights of, of your career, the, the memories you're going to take with you to tell your grandchildren. Uh, all right. I mean, I, I, I would have to say, first off, it's just the team chemistry that 
would be developed throughout the season is by far and away uh, better than any any other experience that you are going to get in your high school years. I mean, just going through all the tough practices with all your teammates just creates this environment that everybody's there for each other, wants to do it for each other and improve with each other. So I, I would have to say that just those brutal practices would have to be the best experience that you could have. Um, other than those, winning, winning, fresh, uh, winning state my freshman year, scoring the first goal in that game was definitely uh, it's definitely up there. Um, my junior year in the quarterfinal, we went down 1-0. Um, and this was it was an away game at Dunham because they had upset their opponent. And uh, the team came back. I had two goals, and Yanush Wojcik, who is another incredible player who was a year above me, had one, and we came back to uh, move on to the semifinals. And then, obviously, this year, the uh, the revenge season from losing state last year uh, is definitely an incredible experience. Well, I'll tell you what, winning at Dunham is, for those of you who don't know, that's a hard place to play at. <laughs> and I, I know. The fans, Go the ahead. fans there are brutal. <laughs> Not only that, though, but the field's deceptively small. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, and and. When I walked into the stadium, I was like, okay, this looks like a friendly place. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> well, I um, mean, it, it definitely plays in favor of them. Oh, most definitely, you know? And uh, definitely, like, you know, like, you know, your home field advantage is, is really a second-to-none experience, too. Oh, that's, yeah, exactly. It's the, the power of playing at home is, is incredible. And it kind of got you ready because, you know, your turf is uh, in probably in much better shape than Southeastern's was this year, but still practicing on turf got you ready for that type of game. That 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 is such a great point. Throughout the season, I think we had played probably 90-plus percent of our games on turf. Um, and so for that semifinal game, we had to travel to uh, Catholic New Iberia, who, had, who plays on their grass football field. And it was, I mean, it was like, it was definitely hard to get used to at the beginning of the game. Um, it's, it seems like it's a lot more physically draining than the turf is. So getting to play on that turf for the state championship was definitely a big help for us. Okay, so what do you rather? I think I can tell what your answer is. Turf or grass? Well, I mean, I've played on some pretty pretty great grass when uh, like I've done some college camps and everything, and I think that's honestly unbeatable, but we don't have much of that down here. So no. <laughs> I'd, say, I'd say turf down here. <laughs> I totally understand. Well, um, uh, before I let you go, uh, now we have little kids listening to you today. They're just beginning their careers, uh, about to head into high school. What advice do you have for them? Well, I just like I just like to let them know that uh, it's you're going to have the ups and downs, like everybody says. You're going to have big losses, and you're going to have great wins, but just – do it with each other, do it for each other. And the hard moments are, are what makes the years worth it. So just keep working to try and get better than the person next to you. And you'll start to succeed after time. Well, son, enjoy uh, the next phase of your life. I'm sorry that COVID kind of nipped you here, but at least we got a chance to play our state championships, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I'm so <laughs> thankful for that. I feel so bad for the, uh, baseball and softball uh, boys and girls out there that didn't get to finish their seasons. Um, but I truly am so grateful for getting to finish mine. Well, God bless you, and I wish you the best. And uh, stay in hey. touch, because once you're a soccer player, you're always a soccer player, okay? <laughs> True. Hey, right. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Take care. Okay, that's a grateful and articulate young man, uh, Emmett Morrison uh, from Newman. And uh, we're really kind of happy uh, that um, he is at peace with his decision. I hate to see a, a player at his level have to end his career, uh, but that's just the reality we live in. Okay, we're going to come back in a minute and talk to Jordan Grisby, um, who is a defensive MVP on North Shore's girls team on Monday Night Football. We'll see you after the break. All right, everybody, welcome back to Monday Night Football. We're blessed to have on the line with us Jordan Grinsby, who is the defensive MVP in Division One, who won a state title this year at North Shore. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Okay, so um, 
were you surprised that you won the defensive MVP this year? Um, yes, I was mostly honored to have it, but I don't know if like surprised. Was, I'm, I was surprised. Yes, I didn't know what would happen or who would get it because there's a lot of good defenders out there. Yeah, and you had a lot of good defenders on your team as well. Yes, my back line was very good this year. Okay, so. Um, having said that, with you getting the MVP, uh, that had to be the crowning touch of your career. Uh, was it, or was there something greater? Um, that was, it was a really good experience, I guess, in my career, but I think my most, like, wow thing for my soccer career would be, I guess, signing for college. That would be, like, the most, like, accomplished thing, I guess, I would have in my career. All right, and I'm glad you had a chance to have one of those signing days. Uh, who did you sign with? Um, I signed with Appalachian State in North Carolina. Okay. Appalachian, I'm sorry. They pronounce it different. They're Appalachian, sorry. <laughs> it's beautiful out there. I've been out there, and uh, that had to be one of the positives that drew you to there. Uh, what, el what else kind of uh, drew you to Appalachian? Um, the competitive like environment the coaches had and like the family environment. After my visit, um, I kind of just like, it was just like stuck on me. Like when I came back home, I was just like at state, at state. And I was like, okay, I guess this is the place for me after I went there. Awesome. What do you think was probably one of your greatest memories playing at North Shore? Um, probably winning state would have to be my favorite memory of all, but the um, team chemistry of like the long friends I'll probably have for a while is a good memory. Do you have a lot of friends on the Mandeville team, on your club team? Yes. Um, am I sure you want to like say their name? Or like, <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a lot of friends that I think I will stay friends with for a very, very long time. Club is a different, um, I guess, part of soccer than high school soccer, but it's a long-lasting friendship. I think I'll have a lot from club. So that, were there mixed emotions on the field when you won state? Uh, wanting to reach out to your teammates who are crying, or how did that work? Um, no, not really. I think we all like respected that we that like how I won or how North Shore won. Um, I think we all respected each other, but like in our friendship was like still the exact same. Like, no one really, there's nothing like tough about it that we won, like, no heart feelings or anything. I'll tell you what, it was probably one of the most memorable state championship games I've ever seen. I've been around since '86, so uh, I don't know if you could put that in perspective. Has it settled in yet, or or have you moved on? Um, I, I didn't fully move on, but like after state, I had to go to a soccer camp right after. So I kind of had to like, and no one knew me as the person who won state there. So I kind of just had to like, like play soccer still and like in my best performance. So like, I'm not fully like moved on, but it's like, I still always remember like, yeah, my team just did that a few months ago. So that's kind of like still a big accomplishment. Awesome. Uh, do you think playing for Coach Lazaro helped you out? Yes, he gave different, like, every coach gives different aspects um, of the game to me and to the team. So I think his, like, this year he gave a good aspect of, like, how we're going to win and, like, what our game plan is going to be to get there. He kind of just gave it to us. He just was kind of basically, like, I'm here for y'all and to get y'all to stay. So I think that helped a lot. Okay, so... Uh... We have 12-year-old girls and boys listening. What kind of advice would you give them as they're entering their high school career? Um, just have fun. And if you love the game, keep continuing to work at it. Because um, when you love it, then you like never want to stop doing it. How long have you played? Um, since I was like 11, like 6th grade, 5th, 6th grade. Oh, wow. So when did you start playing Division One like club ball? Um, Not till like, eighth grade. Hey, so you're a kind of a late starter, so that means you must have a lot of talent in you. You think it would have been different if you would have started when you were four? Probably. My family wasn't really a soccer family, so, like, that wasn't the first sport to put me in. Um, So I kind of tried a whole bunch of different sports out, but I didn't really, like, start playing, playing soccer till like, sixth or fifth grade. I probably... Could have, I guess, I don't know. I probably could have been a little bit better if I started when I was a lot younger. How did you discover soccer? Um, well, when me and my family like kind of first moved to Plato, I played for Pearl River, 
my dad coached my little brothers um, for their team. And then I was just kind of like was in wreck at Pearl River. Um, then I went to Slido because I was like kind of getting a little more serious, I guess, about it and like working at it. So then I moved to Slido. And then after like, like once I got to eighth grade, I moved to Mandeville. And then I just have stayed there at MSC. Fantastic. Well, do you think you're going to come back home to Louisiana after you finish your four years over there in Appalachian? Um, if I fall in love with North Carolina, then I feel like I might stay there. <laughs> well, it's 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 a it's both places are beautiful. It's a different kind of beauty, you know. Uh, you think you'll mm-hmm, yes, you, you think you'll coach? Um, I don't know. I've I've thought about that, but I don't really know if it's like a well. I don't know. God has planned out for me yet, but I guess we'll see. Okay, well, as, well, as long as you look in his direction, you're going to find the right path. And I want to congratulate yes, you again yes. on getting that MVP. And uh, and I hope that we'll be able to keep following you in the news uh, and keep reporting on you because we report college soccer here, too, on Monday Night Football. Thanks for being on the show. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Take care. All right, you All too. Right. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, we'll take a break on Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. All right, everybody, welcome back to Monday Night Football, and we're blessed to have on the phone with us Callie Matlock, the state's offensive MVP. Welcome to the show, Callie. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right, so uh, you've had an amazing career over there at Loyola. Could you give me some of your highlights? Okay, well, um, I've been on the All-State team sophomore, junior, and senior year. I've been the offensive MVP uh, this year and last year, and we won a state championship last year, and I was the MVP of that game, and I was the all-star game MVP. Uh, Okay, so does that get old for you, or was it just as much, uh, did it mean just as much for you to get it this year as you got it last year? Um, If anything, it, it meant more this year to get it than it did last year, because I thought after getting it, like last year, I mean, we won the championship like it was just like that was kind of like the dream season. And then this year we had a whole new team. I thought it was uh, definitely more more challenging to get it. So to see that I got it this year was definitely um, somewhat of a greater accomplishment just because it was a little bit more difficult to be successful after graduating so many starters and having a good year still. So you're still overachieved, you think? Um. Sure. Yes. <laughs> Said like a champion. <laughs> okay. Um, so uh, when it comes to, to to your career at Loyola, those things, what are some games that really stand out in your memory? Um, some games that stand out in my memory. Um, my freshman year, whenever we played in the state semifinal, um, I believe it was Tur- yes, it was against Turlings, and I had never seen so many people at a soccer game before, like <laughs> ever in my life. <laughs> that was a really cool moment. That definitely stood out to me a lot. That uh, just from seeing so many people from the community up here and from my school come to support us, it meant a lot. And that was the first time I'd seen that happen. And then the state championship game last year was obviously great because we won, and that was cool because it was something that this program has been working for for a long time because we had lost it was four times before that three or four times before that so it was a really big leap for us to finally get the trophy yeah i've, I've been watching all of those and to me it's it's a remarkable statement though of of this other guy named matt luck what's it like to play for him um, I've been playing for my dad since I was nine or eight or nine. <laughs> he was my first academy coach. Oh, wow. And it um, it has been great. There have been very few seasons in my life where he has not coached me competitively from club or high school. So it has meant a lot to be able to have and spend so much time with him. But um, we've definitely had to learn how to uh, balance it and switch gears from being a parent being a coach but after all this time we've finally gotten it down pretty close pretty pretty good 
Yeah, because there's such a difference between even like when it comes to my students and my players, they're like, are you a Dr. Chuckle, Mr. Hyde? It's like, no, it's a different situation, you know, different stimulus and everything. So y'all were able to pull that one off then? Yes. Awesome. Where are you going to play next year or, or, or at all? I'm going to be playing at Louisiana Tech. And I'm very excited to play oh, there. That is awesome. So you're going to be close to home and it's a really good school. All right. Well, yes, well, why, did, why did you choose that one? Um, so my two older sisters and both of their husbands both graduated from tech. So I've already been kind of affiliated with the school before. And um, I love the program there. It's close to home. It has what I uh, potentially I haven't decided yet, but it has all of my options that I could major in. So get my degree in and uh it's a d1 school so i mean what more could i ask for i tell you, I tell you what and and now your family can support you as opposed to you having to go all the way to like west virginia to play exactly <laughs> well um when it comes when it comes to all that okay uh anyway sorry for that noise but when it comes this is the covid kind of situation when it comes to all of that how are you able to keep a 4-0 average um I've always been a big school person. Like I like going to school. I feel like I'm like most or some people don't like going to school, but um, it's hard because there's always a lot going on. But to think, how can I best help my family when I go to college? You know, I want to get scholarships for soccer, but I also have to get stuff academically. So being able to pay for school a lot of my own is what really pushed me to try and keep my grades high. So excellent. Um, Aren't you glad we were able to get our state championship in uh, as opposed to all these spring sports that had to cancel totally? Definitely. I also run track, so I kind of got kind of a, a good side and a bad side. I got to finish one season, but sadly that season was cut short. But I'm definitely grateful that my main sport I was able to finish uh, all four years in. Okay. Uh, kind of not off the subject, but a little bit. Uh, did you from North Louisiana? Did y'all like playing in Hammond, or would y'all rather the state championship be up in the north? Um, I was. I mean, I guess my experience was a little different. I guess um, I didn't like the wind the night that we played our game. Oh, I think it was, that was tremendous. <laughs> I think I just was unfortunate weather-wise. Um, I really liked it at uh, ULL. That was my favorite place, and I played at the three state championships at three different locations and um the one in lafayette was definitely my favorite we won there but i also kind of like the grass field and it was a nice stadium it was a good size so i think that one was my favorite do y'all play on turf at loyola uh yes sir and we're getting new turf soon i believe actually okay okay so what do you prefer um it, i think it depends because there's not a lot of grass fields that are Really, really too well kept up here. I think it's hard just because of the weather, the constant rain, and then, I don't know, just random cold fronts and stuff. But if it's a nice grass field, then I like grass. But a good turf, you really can't beat. I'm pretty sure Tech is turf, right? Uh, they're currently building a new stadium, and I don't know if it's turf or grass, actually. Oh, but wow. they're in the process of building a new stadium. I guess I'll find out soon. That's good news. I didn't know that. Well, yes, sir. Um, now we have a we have a lot of twelve year old girls who are listening to tonight's show. Uh, this show. Uh, what advice do you have for them if they want to follow in your footsteps? Um, my advice to them would be: don't base where you are now. Like, don't get discouraged if you're not having or you're not playing the best right now. Because when I was twelve, I kind of struggled a little bit. I was not the strongest player when I was younger. I was kind of small. I was shorter than everybody else. I wasn't very fast, but I was mentally smart. So um, just be able to keep your head high and you're going to have your breakthrough breakthrough one day. And whenever your opportunity comes, you're, you're going to know just what to do and you're going to take it. So don't get too discouraged based on how you are now. You have no idea what the future is going to hold. So just work hard and make the most of it because if you work hard, you're going to improve. Tell you what, uh, you're, you, you are very, uh, um, I don't know, intelligent, I think was the best word that I have. Are you going to coach for us later on down the road? I sure hope so. Oh, great. Have you coached yet before, uh, in your life? Um, I have volunteered at uh, the, uh, I think it's Little Booters here in Shreveport. They, it's the little three-year-olds that come out and play. And 
uh, they're a little, they're a little difficult just because they're running around having fun. But it's that's uh, what I've experienced coaching so far, and it's uh it's the best to be able to take your talent and give it to somebody else. So it's exactly what I want to do when I'm older. Really, you think you'll be up to being at the high school level? Um, I hope so. I I think so. I would definitely want to coach club and the high school opportunity presents itself, and that sounds good too. Oh, that's great news because uh, we need more people like you who come and give back because the old guard, we're getting older every day. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for coming on the show. And, and uh, I look forward to keeping up with your career as you go on through tech. I wish you all the best. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Take care and congratulations again. You too. Thank all you. Right. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. So that was Callie Matlock, and uh, boy, what an astute young lady she is, and uh, uh, what a career she has had. And uh, we're going to go now and turn our attention to uh, the offensive MVP in Division One, Carolyn Urker. All right, um, here she is. All right, welcome Carolyn Urker to our show. Congratulations for being named the defensive MVP, if I'm getting that right. No, offensive MVP, I'm sorry, uh, for playing for Mandeville High. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I appreciate you taking the time to interview me. Okay, well, uh, I, I I still have got fond memories uh, of the state championship game. I know that y'all were on the short end of the stick in a way, but that's a game that was one of the best ever played, I think, in the history of the state. Now that it's settled down for a little bit, do, do you feel that way, or or does it still sting? It definitely does still sting, sting knowing that we were so close, but... That's how the game is. You know, there's going to be games where you don't always win and it's tough, but you do get over it because you're like, there's always a next year. There's always another game. So hopefully that'll be next year and we'll get it. Okay. So um, you're one of the MVPs then that it was not a senior. You're a, you're a junior? Yes, sir. Oh my goodness. So you get a chance to come back next year. How exciting is that? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> okay. So that kind of planted a seed inside of you. Uh uh, were you expected to get the offensive MVP this year? Definitely not. <laughs> I was sitting on my couch and I'd just woken up. And my mom sent me the dish, the all state and I opened it and I was like, Oh my goodness. Like my jaw like dropped. I could not believe it because I knew there were so many other deserving like players out there. So I was like, Oh my goodness. Like I was very honored to receive it. I tell you, it's a it's a wonderful compliment to your talent, and uh, and now it's got to really got you fo- get you focused from perhaps maybe fourteen, fifteen months from now. Are you thinking about the next level? I am. Yes, it's a, it's a crazy process, but yes, I'm definitely thinking about the collegiate level. Okay, um, you have any top top schools you're looking at? Well, LSU. I've always grown up around that school. It's been my life. <laughs> every every aspect of LSU, whether it's the football game, soccer, I've grown up going to all their soccer camps. So that would definitely be my dream school. But I wouldn't mind going a little out of state to somewhere in the South. Okay. Well, it cer- certainly seems to me that your options are open. And um, I, w- I want to ask you a question about this. What's it like playing in your district? It's like y'all never, y'all never get a week to breathe. <laughs> am i am i accurate with that <laughs> yes sir it's definitely called the district of death for a reason there's so many talented players and you know like i grow up playing soccer with so many of these other girls and it's kind of crazy because we like right after district's done and state playoffs we have to go right back to playing with each other and it's like we're all getting the same training so you know they're going to be just as good as you or better uh, how about the attitude with each other? Oh, it's there's no there's no bad blood between any of us. That's really it's funny good because we, we we'll play against each other and like a big district game, big final game, and then the next day we'll have a sleepover. Like it's. Are you serious? Yes, sir. <laughs> I don't like, know if guys could do that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, maybe so. I don't know. But it's good that y'all can keep keep the boundaries because really it helps y'all to play high-level club ball. And and uh, you really got to be selective when it comes to having a club team that's going to try to travel around the country. Definitely. Well, with the last name of Urker, do you feel any pressure at all? I do. Yes. <laughs> I was wondering. 
<laughs> my mom, she won four state championships at North Shore in the 80s. And then my uncle Scott was the captain of Jesuit, very successful there, went on to play college soccer at Christian Brothers in Memphis. So <laughs> there's definitely a lot of history with the last name of Urker and soccer. How's how did y'all even uh, deal with the tension that your mom went to North Shore? <laughs> well, she was like, it's bittersweet, but still, like, she was cheering for me at the end of the day, but she was happy for all of her North Shore alum. Oh, it was, it was a civil war. I mean, I was in the <laughs> press box, and, like, that was the most exciting game of the whole uh, tournament. And, uh, and uh, the fans, I was afraid they were going to get after each other after a while. <laughs> But then they're going to be the same parents sitting on the same sidelines cheering for each other then, you're telling me, right? Yes, sir. My mom, it was, she was, of course, cheering for me in the end, but it wasn't so bad at the end of the game. Oh, my goodness. What's it like playing for Coach Esker? Oh, it's awesome. He's been such a great mentor. He's always been so supportive, and he's always looking out for the best for his players, which is, you can't ask for anything better than that gives up so much time for us and I really appreciate it because not everybody realizes how much time and dedication goes into coaching. So I definitely appreciate him a lot. Not only that at the state level, we are beneficiaries of his organizational skills and his way to make peace from, from because he's the president of the, not just a, uh, you know, high school, but also of club. And, and uh, I really admire him a lot. He's got a lot of skills and it's amazing. He's got enough energy to, to be our coach and a coach in the, District of Death. I never heard that before. <laughs> well, do you have any advice for little girls who are looking up to you right now and want to follow in your footsteps? Well, I definitely say hard work. Do not stop working as hard as you can. You may not be the best right now, but if you keep putting in all the time and the work, you will definitely make it at the top level. Because there's this one quote that my dad always tells me. He's like, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. <laughs> Say that again, slowly. Say that again, slowly, so the little girls can hear. And boys. Hard work beats talent when talent does not work hard. Amen to that. Okay, well, I think we'll leave it on that. Uh, Caroline, I'm just so excited that we're going to be a chance to watch you for another uh, year. So I hope you handle this COVID situation okay. And uh, and hopefully we get we get to play in a couple of weeks. And, uh, and hopefully we'll, we'll see you again in another state championship, okay? Yes, sir. Thank you so much. Take care. God bless you. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. That's a rarity. A state MVP is a junior with the type of talent we have this year. Uh, we're really blessed to have have her with us. And definitely her family is, is star-studded. And she's definitely put her name in the ring of that fire. Okay. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk to Yana Fielko, uh, uh, from Ben Franklin on Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. All right, everybody, welcome back to Monday Night Football. We're blessed to have on the line Yana Fielko uh, to their show, our defensive MVP for Division Two. Welcome to the show, Yana. Hello. Okay. All right. Uh, Look, your performance in the state championship has been well noted, but now your your performance for the entire season has been noted with this award. Were you surprised to get it? I was very surprised. Um, it's just not really something you like expect to get. Like I know um, I played well throughout the season, but I I just did not expect to get MVP. For the whole division, that's crazy. Well, but uh, a lot of us have opinions, and uh, as coaches, and uh, you made an impression on quite a bit of us. Uh, not just the state championship, but to have Coach Jose say that you were the starter and backbone of our defense, uh, and uh, and for the title run, uh, and that you were all state last year uh, as a senior captain. I mean that 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 speaks volumes. Okay, uh, some people talk a lot. Some people. Uh, don't have a lot to say, and Coach definitely is one of those people. What was it like to play for him? Um, Jose was honestly one of my favorite coaches. Uh, he he definitely is not a man of many words, but uh, he's a good coach. It was 
really fun. I'm lucky I got to play for him for three years. Now, tough question. Are you going to play next year? Yes, I will be playing soccer at Oberlin College in Ohio. Yeah, I know of it. Congratulations. Okay. Why'd you choose Oberlin? Um, I was looking for a smaller school. Um, I really like I visited Oberlin twice. I really like the atmosphere. It's a really good school. And um, I liked my overnight visit. The people there were really great. And, yeah. Are they going to let you be a goalie or are you going to try something else? <laughs> I'm going to stick to being a goalie. <laughs> I wouldn't blame you there. Okay. And uh, of all your memories playing for Ben Franklin, which one stands out the most? I mean, this is not really a hard question for me. Uh, making it to the state championship was really awesome, uh, especially since, uh, to be honest, I didn't think we were going to make it there at the beginning beginning of the season. And I can probably speak for everybody when I said that. <laughs> we yeah. Yeah. were not expecting that. So it was really cool. Um. So the, she, the, he says you were a leader, you're a captain, okay? What do you think the keys to your leadership skills are? Well, I hmm, – how do I answer this? I am a goalie, and that is – that comes with, like, responsibility of being loud and encouraging people and on the field when – someone does something good, um, I encourage them. I'm like, good job, blah, blah, blah. Like, and they get encouragement from that, and that makes them play harder. And, yeah, and when when they play hard, I'm like, oh, I'm so proud of you, blah, blah, blah. It's just they respect me, and I respect them, and it works out like that. You think you're going to coach when you get out of college? Probably not. <laughs> Why you say that? Uh, just not my thing. Okay. I, I've been coached by a lot of people, and I do – I'm just not a very good teacher, you know? Understood. Everybody's got their talents and gifts, you know? I get kind of frustrated with kids who do have that talent and they don't coach, but definitely don't want the reverse to happen because – you only got one life. You don't want to be spending it uh, uh, doing things that you don't feel comfortable doing. But you could definitely support soccer in many other ways. You know that, just like your parents yeah. have. What, yeah. was, what was it like to to live with a famous name uh, while you were playing? Um, I, I don't. It didn't really change anything, personally. Okay. Uh, so nobody yeah. would come up to you and say, "Hey, are you so and so's daughter?" And no. Okay, that's good. That's good to hear. And uh, uh, are, they must be super proud of you going to Oberlin, right? Yeah, my parents are very, very excited. My dad is very excited. <laughs> How are you going to handle that long trip home? Uh, it's not too long. It's it's a it's a lot uh, closer than the Upper East, which was where most of the schools I was looking at were. But Oberlin is closer than those, so it shouldn't be too bad. All right. You think you come back home? Yeah, definitely. I'll visit a lot. No, I'm talking about uh, to live. Oh, uh, probably not. Okay. Okay. Have you even thought that far? Uh, not too much. I just know that, well, before I moved to New Orleans, I used to live in Chicago, and... I like the Midwest vibes more. Okay. So you don't like 100-degree heat? Definitely not. <laughs> I understand. I understand. Definitely that. What's it been like with this COVID thing? Aren't you glad that you were able to have our state championship before everything shut down? <laughs> yeah, I'm actually lucky. Uh, my school in Evanston, the one I went to, uh, their, their soccer season, season is in the spring, and theirs got canceled. So I'm actually very happy that ours is in the winter. Um, it's hard because, like, the COVID thing, because you can't play soccer and everything. But 
I've, after like a month and a half, I've gotten used to it. So it's not that bad anymore. Okay. And we've been asking everybody this question. If you have, uh, there's probably a lot of 12 year olds listening to you and look up to you. You have any advice for them? Um, if you want to succeed and become better, you have to put in a lot of work. Um, I know that I sacrificed a lot of my weekends and whole summers going to camps and getting better, getting training. Um, so you have to put in that work. That's been a consistent uh, um, advice from a lot, a lot of the girls and the guys have been on. Been on. Uh, there's just no escaping that if you're going to be at, at the level that, that you're playing at, you know. And uh, I want to congratulate you for achieving this tremendous honor and for being humble about it. Uh, that's, that's refreshing in this day and age. And I wish you all the best at Oberlin. Thank you. All right. God bless you and your family. Take care. You too. All righty. What an amazing young woman. And I'm wishing her, like I told her in person, uh, the best at Oberlin. And uh, it's nice to see that uh, kids, at least when it comes to the girls, their options are wide open. And my heart kind of aches for the boys because we should be hearing them doing the exact same things. And uh, and as you've heard, you know, so far, uh, not so much. Okay. Uh, uh, their options are not not as fast, but that's another topic for another day. I definitely am proud of our girls in the state. They're going to be representing Louisiana further. Well, when we come back, we're going to be talking to the Division Four MVPs uh, for defense and offense. And uh, yes, again, for the girls, a lot of the boys didn't respond when I reached out to them. And, uh, and I think it's for the reasons we were talking about earlier, but we definitely want to celebrate the girls. We have Tori Thomas from Newman and then Chloe Dean from Loyola. Um, oops, she's definitely not in Division Four. But anyway, uh, we'll talk to them next on Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. All right, everybody, we're blessed to have on the line with us our offensive MVP, Tori Thomas uh, from Newman High School. Welcome to the show, Tori. Thank you. Well, Tori, um, uh, you set the world on fire in the state game, and uh, you just have an immense amount of talent. Uh, when did you first start playing? Uh, I first started playing when I was about three because my sister played. Wow. And that's one of my recipes for success, three and four. As long as you, did you take it too seriously or did you have fun when you were younger? I had fun when I was younger. It wasn't too serious. Okay, excellent. Now, look, your coach kind of, uh, in, in her spiel to try to get you nominated for all states, she said that uh, you could play the number nine or number 10 role. Now, I've been coaching since 1986. I, I would like to know if you know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, I am an attacking midfielder and a forward. Excellent. Okay, which one you feel more adapt to doing? Uh, the ten. Okay. Okay. Why is that? Because your speed. Yes, and I also like to um the entire field and create more. Okay. Are you a senior? I'm a junior. So you're a junior. Yeah, you sounded okay. So we had two juniors uh, win MVP. That's very odd. You realize that, right? Yes. And so uh, were you expecting to be named MVP? I was not. I just went out and played for my team. And whatever came with it was just extra. Okay. Has this inspired you to play at another level? Yes, it has. Where do you think you're going to play? I'm not sure yet. I'm still looking. Okay. Hopefully I can <laughs> play at the next level. Okay, well, ch chances are, you know, for the girl of your talent, uh, I would guarantee that you'll be able to find a place. The question is, will you find the right place, you know? And uh, getting having a good college counselor will help with that. So uh, right now is a great time for you to be doing that, especially with the COVID. And then you have two months in the summer. I would really, really get on that. What yes, club sir. team do you play for? Um, FC Tammany Tigers. Oh, so you're part of the Tammany Tigers. Okay, so you come all the way from the North Shore to go to Newman? No, sir. I live in New Orleans for um for soccer. I travel to Mandeville. Oh, so you travel to the North Shore. I get it. Y'all had a great season, too, so that, that had to help you, huh? Yes, sir. 
Well, um, what is your favorite memory so far at Newman? My favorite memory would have to be this year's state game because I got to play my last game with one of my best friends, Bree Reginelli. Who? Bree Reginelli. Okay. And uh, what's it going to be like, you think, to play without her? There will definitely be a piece of my game missing without her, but I know that she would want me to go out and have a great season. So I'll try to do that. Understood. And uh, school had to be kind of tough to keep up with too, huh? Yes. Yeah. How did you balance all of that? Um, I just make sure I have to stay on top of my work and talk to my teachers as much as I can. They're a great help, especially on Newman. All right. Uh, we've been telling everybody to give their chance to give advice to, to the 12-year-olds listening out there. What advice do you have for them? Um. Well, you have to work even when you don't want to. And there's always great it's always good to have someone to look up to and be be okay with making mistakes because a lot of people are afraid to fail but you don't learn unless you fail who was your role model growing up my role model is definitely my sister alex thomas okay okay and uh and and how is she doing now she's doing pretty great um she just went to medical school so yeah fantastic and uh, Coach Fitzgerald, what was she like to play for? She was a great coach. Um, the team always respected her, and I think that her tactics and she always kept us in shape and always had a positive outcome on the game, and it was really respectable, and I loved her having her as a coach. Fantastic. Yeah, she's really a breath of fresh air watching her coach on the sidelines, you know, and she definitely uh, – has y'all respect because obviously she knows what she's doing, huh? Yes, sir. Okay. So how are you going to get hungry for next year? I just want to go out with a bang and my fellow seniors standing next to me. I want to do it for them, my team and my school. Okay. Well, I'm just glad that we get a chance to uh, keep up with your career for another year. And, uh, and hopefully you'll be able to make a really good decision for your colleges and, uh, and uh, we'll just watch you play for another five years. Thank you so much. All right. Well, thanks for coming on the show. And uh, even though you have a chance to win this again, uh, take the time out to savor winning the Offensive Most Valuable Player Award. It's a big deal. Okay? Yes, sir. All right. Take Thank care. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. All right. So we have our second junior of the night to win an MVP. And, uh, we come back. Um, uh, we come back. We're going to be talking to uh, Loyola's uh, MVP defensive player, Chloe Dean, to finish things up. And uh, and then uh, uh, what a wonderful year we had this year. Anyhow, we'll wrap that up uh, when we come back on Monday Night Football. We'll see you after the break. Hello, everybody, and uh, we're here now with Chloe Dean, uh, the state MVP, the uh, defensive MVP, excuse me, for Division Three. Welcome to the show, Chloe. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Were you surprised to get that award? I was very surprised. In our division, we have a lot of really talented defensive players, and I was. it was such an honor to receive that award. Okay. Uh, are you a senior? I am a senior. All right. Do you think you're going to keep playing next year? I'm not. I didn't sign to play, but I definitely either want to play club or intramurals. I definitely want to keep soccer in my life. It's been a part of my life for so long. I can't imagine not playing at all. It'll definitely be incorporated somehow. Okay. Okay. Well, it sounds like uh, I've been trying to encourage everybody to coach. You think you might be a coach one day? I think I think that would be really fun. I haven't really put much thought into that, but eventually maybe if when I have kids of my own, maybe I'll start coaching them. We'll just have to see. I think that's that would be really fun. Okay, okay. So uh, in all your years at Loyola, what was your favorite memory there? Oh, wow. That's really hard. I would say just the girls on the team, of whether it was someone older than me, when I was leading up to being a senior up until this year with three years of underclassmen underneath us, just any girl that has been on the team while I've been a part 
of the Loyola soccer team has really touched me in a special way. And those girls are just what make it the best. Okay. And uh, uh, so you were a leader this year. What was the difference between being a senior leader and being a freshman, sophomore being led? Oh, yeah. Well, I w- last year as a junior, it was really different for me in the back because it was three seniors and then me back there. So I really, I really didn't have to be the vocal leader. I just kind of played my position. We all had a really good understanding. But this year as a senior, we had a lot of freshmen and sophomores in in the back with me. And so I really had to step up and be more of a vocal leader than I have in the past, which was really different. What do you rather? It took some it took some adjusting to get used to being the vocal leader, but I definitely think that it's that de- I've loved getting to play a bigger part this year and just being more of that vocal leader. So I think I think I like it better this year. Who doesn't like being a senior more? <laughs> and you were blessed in the fact that you got a chance to actually play your senior year on like track and softball, right? Oh, I know. I played tennis too, and that got canceled. So, but soccer, soccer is my main love. So I'm really glad that I got to finish that. Very grateful. How were you able to stay top of your class? You're the valedictorian, right? I think I'm going to be number two in my class, but I really think. (laughs) Sorry. It's really hard, but it was really hard to balance soccer and school, but really just studying every spare moment you get studying with your teammates our whole team is really smart so just taking advantage of having that time with them okay now you've got a lot of 12 year old girls and boys listening to you what kind of advice you have for them i would say just don't take anything for granted i think especially this year as a senior even though i got to finish out my soccer career not club, but high school. I definitely think with all of this going on right now with with the coronavirus, I would say just don't take a second for granted because you never know when things like this could happen and when things could change. So just really have fun, be in the moment, and just enjoy every second you have. That's some great advice. Um, what was it like playing for Coach Matlock? He was actually my first club coach ever when I started playing club when I was seven. And so just being able to start my competitive career with him and really finish it, it, it's just the most special thing ever. And Callie and I have been best friends growing up. So just being able to have Coach Mark throughout all of that, he's like another dad to me. And I'm so grateful that he was my coach for so many years. Uh I can't speak for him, but I am a coach. And if ever a player said that about me, uh, that would make my whole career <laughs> worthwhile. So I'm I think sure very highly of him. I'm, I'm very grateful for him in my life. <laughs> I'm sure he appreciates it, you know. Uh, you think you're going to yeah. stay in Louisiana? I'm going to the University of Arkansas in Fayetteville. That's about six hours away. I don't know if I'll come back after that, but... It will always hold a very special place in my heart. I'm very glad that I grew up here and got to play soccer here. We are too. You had a great run. And uh, and hopefully you'll come back and watch some of you girls that, that you oh, led this year. Absolutely. I already have plans. <laughs> I already have plans. That sounds great. Well, thank you for taking your time out with us. And again, uh, like you just said, uh, soak it up. Enjoy it. Uh, being defensive most valuable player in the entire state of Louisiana is quite an honor. Uh, don't take it for granted. Thank you so much for having me. Take care. Thank you. All righty. Bye-bye. Okay, y'all, and that's going to do it for Monday Night Football tonight, uh, or this week, rather. Uh, I know we kind of had a weird week uh, with um, – but we wanted to make sure we did the show right. And we wanted to make sure that we reached out to all the MVPs. And, uh, and again, I'm, I, my heart goes out to the boys who, who should be feeling very proud that they won this. Um, but for some reason, they didn't reach out and, uh, to be interviewed. I got to believe half of it is just because, you know, they, they should be off 
packing their suitcases to uh, to another to another team. Uh, of all the girls we interviewed, this was the only one that we had that uh, that said she might just play club or intramural. For most of the boys, that's all the choices they have if they want to stay within you know five hours from from uh, Louisiana. So. Anyhow, uh, like I said earlier, we could talk about this again for another time for another day. But right now, just congratulations to everybody. If you want to see the full list of who made uh, first team all state, uh, all you got to do is go to the Facebook Louisiana High School Coaches Association to do that. Uh, and you have the entire list there. And uh, and of course, um, uh, we have it on our Monday Night Football page, too. Um, so you can find it there and, uh, congratulations to everybody who's made it uh, first and second team honorable mention everybody who was just, uh, nominated. Okay. It's quite an honor and, uh, and yeah, time flies when you're having fun and now it's time for your next phase of your lives, boys and girls. And, uh, please don't forget soccer in your future. All right. This is coach director. Please everybody stay healthy and, uh, follow the, uh, directions of your, authorities okay uh, so we can get this thing over with so we can have another season next year take care god bless you carpe diem in christ take care